I'm drinking <laughs> coffee. So on that note, I'm going to start coffee. recording. So you know, I've given you fair warning. Recording is all right. Recording. I'm aware. I need to, need to keep my pants down at this point. I should no. uh, not uh, mention no. that I was responsible for Kennedy's assassination, and I should not reveal the truth behind Area 57. That's wait, Area 57. That's six more. There's yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I, we'll I, I like it. Mike. So today we have with us Bob from Gal Walks into a comic. Oh, hold on, was it comic store? Right? Did I? Uh, comic shop. Comic, comic shop. shop. See, Jesus. see, I told you. I we're super I, professional. Listen, I and I told Ryan this. I was like, I'm not the one who listens to these because I simulate the new listener who wants to figure it out. He's supposed to do the research. He didn't do the research this week. This is on him that I messed up. He gave me who we were talking to this week two days or a day ago. Day and a half. A day and a half ago. <laughs> I usually do most of my research at work because I'm a truck driver and I work 60 hours a week. So it's easy for me to research. So I gave him a little bit of a pass. But we have Bob on the phone. Bob, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your podcast, please, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, guys. Uh, good to talk to you. Yeah, I'm uh, Bob. Uh, I'm one of the uh, hosts of uh, Gal Walks in a Comic Shop. And uh, yeah, they do behind the podcast is uh, introducing my uh, co-host, uh, Barbara, into the world of uh comic books uh we review uh comics and along the way we uh do uh, these uh quizzes that make her want to cry uh but yeah it all started because we were you know uh sh- you know she's watching me unpack and she saw this uh, box and you know what is it is it a porn stash is it a human head in the box and it's something even more embarrassing and it was comic books and you know i think there was a level of shock that women you're a comic book geek and yeah we started talking and uh yeah, the two of us always love kind of, uh, you know, sharing new things with each other. And, uh, you know, she taught me photography and we go back and forth. We work on projects together. And so, yeah, the idea of introducing her to this whole world of comics uh, seemed like a really good idea. And now, unfortunately, it's kind of taken over our lives. We now have comic books littering the entire house. It's, uh, yeah, it's a disaster. Oh, that sounds like a, a good disaster. problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up in a small town. I couldn't get a comic. I'm, I would be happy with that. Yeah, you know, that's one of the big points in my show sometimes is how difficult it is for new readers to get involved. Because it used to be like when I was a kid, you know, after uh, playing baseball, you know, riding back like Norman Rockwell, like, you know, I have the glove off the uh, handlebar. And yeah, you just go to like the 7-Eleven, you'd go anywhere and read comics off a rack. And today you have to go to these weird little shops and any comic you pick up is going to be usually incomprehensible to the average person. It won't even contain a full story. And uh, yeah, it's really tough for people to enjoy comics anymore. Although digital, I think, is going to change that. Yeah, doesn't uh, DC have one coming out, right? Or is that just their uh, their film? Uh, DC is going to have their new TV shows and apparently their comics online, but a very limited amount of them. Uh, Marvel is doing a little bit better with their uh, Marvel Unlimited program. But a lot of times, if you're trying to find an old story, and a lot of times I am... Um, yeah, you know, the way it usually winds, winds up is people sharing scans of it, which doesn't help an artist. It doesn't help the companies. And it's um, it's not a good system, man. Not That's a good true. system. That's very true. But like you just said, there's a lot of them that were lost to time. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, fortunately, a lot of people are finding older comics. They are scanning them in. It is available, but not legal. And hopefully, eventually, it'll be legal and available. And I, I don't know. I guess that's kind of my hope. In the meantime, I have a whole bunch of... Uh, Crappy comics uh, that weren't uh, stolen by roommates over the years. And, uh, you know, it's enough to kind of uh, have material. On our show, we do uh, 
Bob's long box because everyone likes to talk about my long box. And um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's all finding all these kind of weird, obscure little old issues and uh, ones that I really want to share with Barbara. And it's been really great having her as this partner in this little weird little task. Awesome. I'm glad to hear about your long box, too. I'm very interested. <laughs> Tell you, me. Do you know what a long box yeah. is? I do know what a long box okay, is. Okay. I do. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> Wait like until I tell girl. you about my giant size man thing. Oh, please do. We have all the time. Go for it. Tell us. <laughs> tell so, me your well, – hold on. I want to talk about his okay. long box. And what is – because he was talking about, you know, the, the weird things in there. What is, I say, the weirdest or your favorite unknown or not, you know, I say in the meta, but, you know, well-known comic that you have that you say, hey, I wish the world knew about this comic. You know, this one's going to sound really dumb, but it's one when I was like uh, seven years old, right? Uh, Star Wars had just come out. And, you know, it's a day you don't have like uh, VCRs. You don't have a way to watch any more Star Wars. And what you had, there was like a radio show that you could listen to on NPR about Star Wars. And you also had the Star Wars comic. And it was uh, drawn by this guy called uh, Howard Shaken. And the great thing is that they had no idea what the next Star Wars movies are going to be. So they're like throwing anything against the wall doing this comic adaption. And so I have this uh, Star Wars. It's uh, Han Solo, and it's exactly the Magnificent Seven done in Star Wars. And like he's oh, teaming up with this giant cool. seven foot rabbit, this uh, space <laughs> hooker. And I didn't even dig that it was a space hooker because I'm seven, right? But oh my God, is she totally a space hooker? And it is, um, yeah, it's just a delight. And it's so rag eared. Like you can see where like I was putting silly putty on it. And the comic is barely held together. And I'm not like one of those collectors, right? Like I don't have those plastic bags and, you know, nobody breathe on it. No, nah, like I loved reading them. And that comic uh, is one that probably we're going to wind up doing in a couple of weeks on the show uh, just because it's such a great, crazy comic. And uh, my God, so much better than like any Star Wars movie uh, that came out afterwards, you know? Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. most recently. I don't know if we want to talk about that, but I have not been a fan of any Star Wars movie that has come out after. No. I mean, I, even after the, the, what, the ones in the 2000s, like, these the last three, four, I didn't even see Solo. I wasn't even going to dignify that by giving him my money. Yeah, you know, like my kid really was into because he's uh, he's turning 18, you know. He was really into those prequel movies, and I, I didn't like him at all. But, you know, man, you gotta love it when a kid's jumping around with a lightsaber, and he's all excited about it. I realize, you know, not my generation, not my Star Wars, and that's cool. Like, everyone should get their own Star Wars, and I don't know. Now there's uh, that new series, and the ones I've watched have been like, well, I mean, it's probably better than the first prequel, but, yeah, not my thing. But, yeah. I don't know, who knows? I'll probably someday have a grandkid, and We'll look back in those movies, and my grandkid will be jumping around with a lightsaber. There will be like 18 know. more Star Wars by the time that happens, yeah, at, at minimum. <laughs> and it, it shows, because my wife's best friend has a three-year-old little boy, and he loves the new Star Wars. Mm -hmm. So it, it yeah. really, it works on the newer crowd. It's because he doesn't yeah. know any well, better. Yeah. Which, I mean, I grew up, I love Jar Jar. I still love Jar Jar, because I grew up with Jar Jar. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and for me, like, uh, you know, I view Jar Jar probably like uh, you guys view like the current Star Wars movies, like, oh my God, that's not my Star Wars. And it's like, yeah, you're right. It's not yours. You know, like eventually you take the toy, you put it back in the toy box and, uh, you know, your kids wind up finding that toy box years down the line. And I don't know, you know, my old thing, I don't get the hate. Like, I mean, I get it. Like those aren't great movies, but probably the first Star Wars aren't great movies. Like if you have a space alien come down, you've never seen Star Wars and you watch the first Star Wars, that space alien is going to go, man, that's some stupid movie. What they have like swords in space. Whatever, yeah. you know, like we we love things because they are right at the time and yep. they 
fit in with our mood and the spiritual zeitgeist of uh, culture, blah, 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 whatever. Point is, yeah, you know what? Maybe these movies aren't as bad as we think, or maybe they are that bad. We, we won't know for another 20 years. Wow, I would say you have melted my heart a little bit. I had—I'm <laughs> not gonna lie—I hadn't yeah. really thought of it that way because you know me growing up, I grew up on the prequels. Those were coming out, you know, little Anakin, Yoda jumping around, you know, all the CG, and, the, <laughs> and I guess I hadn't thought of it like that. And maybe I need to rethink some of my hate in my heart, Bob. I want to thank you for that. <laughs> hey, not a problem, man. Trying to spread love. Or hate or STDs. What? I, I don't think you can spread it over the well, line. I wish so you we're, were good. closer for the last one. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just had a couple questions. Favorite comic studio, and I would say I was going to say favorite series, but that might be a little vague. Let's go with favorite hero. You know, I, okay. So it, right now for me, it's probably this character called the Question, uh, because it's one of those characters that, like, I'm like you know 16, 17, and I'm feeling like an edgy teenager. And the question is, guy is created by Steve Ditko, right? And he's kind of reinvented in the 80s uh, by uh, Denny O'Neill and uh, uh, Dennis Cowan. And he has a completely blank face and he's wearing a hat and a suit. And his whole thing is asking questions. Now, you think about being a teenager, right? It's all about having no identity, having these anger issues that you're trying to get out and wanting to know the answers to questions. And so I really dug it. Um, But I think in my heart, you know what? I'm probably still, uh, you know, pretending like I'm Spider-Man because when I'm seven years old, I get that Spider-Man comic, right? And oh, that's yeah. still part of my heart, you know? I, I still dig that. Batman. Oh, love Batman. But yeah, the question is probably my favorite uh, just because it hit that right spot, you know? And that's like anything else. It's, you know, like what's the best music you ever listened to? What year was the best for music? And the answer is, uh, is always Whatever I was listening to when I was 15, right? Because yeah. that's what your brain's making Impressionable those Impressionable age, yeah. Me and him can both exactly. look in here and say the 90s were the best for music. Yeah. Well, but you, know. you would probably say 80s, In the meantime, right? I'm spitting out my beer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of grew up. I, it, it, it's, it's weird because we didn't have like a TV when I was growing up or anything. Um, a little small black and white Harley reviews. For me, it was uh, finding these old um, 78s of like John Lee Hooker and Muddy Waters. And um, yeah, when I was a kid, I'd do that. And then I'd hide under the sheets with a little transistor radio and listen to this Canadian station and play the old blues and the old jazz and old time radio programs. Uh, so, yeah, so I kind of grew up, uh, you know, going from blues to punk to, you know, then breaking out to industrial and, and now it's like everything you know, i could be playing dizzy gillespie one minute and and uh you know ice tea the next it doesn't matter what the music is if it makes you feel something i love it i do a little pirate radio show on the over the internet on tuesday nights really um, i'm not going to say what the name is but no. if you follow yeah, plug it. Gale Brooks, it. i spend four hours barbara and i spend four hours playing music and it could be anything you know i went from dead kennedy's to uh dizzy gillespie last uh last tuesday so i like it I, bob is a man of my own heart here i'm now i should have asked you this question i meant to earlier dc or marvel yeah i which one marvel Most... i think because when i was a kid okay because when i was a kid uh, I was between that 79 you know that 77 and like 86 is when i'm mostly reading comics right marvel had this guy called jim shooter he was an editor who was most people hated him. He started off when he was 14 writing Legion of Superheroes for DC Comics. 14. He would like commute in from Pittsburgh wow. to New York writing awesome. comic books. And he learned from one of the most evil editors you can imagine. And he became a hard ass. And he had these storytelling rules, you know, like um, every, you know, comic needs to introduce 
who the characters are, what the situation is, what moves and <laughs> motivates the characters. And it has to resolve itself within 22 pages. And he was a hard ass on that. But he created great works. And so Marvel during that time period, when I'm a kid, I'm being so influenced by, you know, the X-Men. You have, uh, you know, Chris Claremont and that, you know, that 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 heart of the X-Men, Wolverine being introduced. And, you know, you have Moon Knight and you have all this great Daredevil by Frank Miller, uh, the oh. Punisher. So in the 80s, DC was like, oh, yawn, boring. Batman was almost canceled in early 80s because he was a boring character, right? He was like really cool in the 70s, not cool in the 80s. And then the minute Frank Miller does Dark Knight Returns, all of a sudden Batman is like the shit. And I'm a huge Batman fan from then on. But yeah, in my heart of hearts, it's probably Marvel is probably that weird comic universe I wouldn't mind playing in. All right. I'm sorry. I should I should ask that question. We're a DC household. We're going to have to cut this uh, interview oh, short. Well, that's no, I'm, just, right. I'm sorry. Hey, you have a good right. night. Let, no, let, let me go on for six hours about how Superman is really the uh, story of Moses and he's not a Jesus figure. Um, <laughs> hey, I can talk DC, you know? No, that's no, awesome. no, okay. <laughs> so, but with Batman, like you said, with Dark Knight, Frank Miller, uh, wasn't the next one right after that the Killing Joke? Uh, Killing Joke was 88. I know that oh, uh, really? specifically because on my coffee table by the chessboard is the original first printing of that where they charged $3. I bought paid $3.50 for that comic. Now, I wasn't reading much comics by 88, right? Because like, I'm like, you know, punk rock, mohawk, man, going to the show. Um, yeah, I didn't really have money for like comics, but that one is like, oh my God, look at that cover. Bought it yeah. from a spinner rack, $3.50. Now you go and spend, adjusted for inflation, that'd be what, like $6? Try and spend 6 bucks on a comic that good nowadays. Ooh, it, it can't be done. No, can't I, be done. I, and you can't get more more punk rock than The Killing Joke. I mean, and, it's oh, hardcore. Yeah. No, I mean, there's a reason why even today, like, you know, you see the skater kids and uh, uh, Barbara's daughter has uh, these uh, sneakers with the artwork from Killing Joke on it, right? Like, it's resonated that much that a uh, generation later, uh, that is still the definitive take. And the crazy thing is, Alan Moore hates that story, you know? Yeah, I heard <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, so, Alan Moore did Sandman. No, that was... No, no, he, no, he, he, he didn't watch it. Neil, no, Neil Gaiman did Neil Sandman. Gaiman. So, yes, it was. uh, Yeah. So Alan Moore is part of this British invasion and he really hits a big with. um, And I'm reading this comic, by the way, as a kid, uh, Swamp Thing. It's kind of mediocre comic book. Right. And then issue 22, this weird British guy takes over and transforms the whole comic into something beautiful and incredible when before it was a green guy who fought other monsters. And Alan Moore changes that. Uh, Alan Moore did, you know, Watchmen. And he has this great plan to do this. uh, Twilight of the Superheroes, which, by the way, is a completely batshit insane and stupid concept. <laughs> but it was really ambitious. You know, he really wanted to play in that sandbox. And then he makes his money. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, I don't know, you know, if you're reading comics or you're just stunted growth and uh, whatever, Alan Moore. He did some great stuff. But, uh, you know, don't 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 rag on, on the industry that, you know, paid the for your house. You. <laughs> Don't yeah. bite the hand that feeds or yeah. shit where you eat. Oh, right. Yeah, that's yeah. great, Alan. Here's, here's a cookie. Here's a star. Uh, write something good, you know? I, I don't know, whatever. It, Shut up great. and get in the closet with a pin. <laughs> yeah, now, exactly. you, you yeah, mentioned... In the old days, Jack Kirby, you know, he would do... Um, Jack Kirby was the guy who created a fantastic fork. Actually created mm-hmm. pretty much everything out there. He Between would do... Between him and, and Stan Lee, right? 
Yeah. He, uh, uh, Kirby, and actually, I, I covered that in both. Uh, we did a Fantastic Four episode and the Spider-Man episode, because uh, you have Ditko for Spider-Man, Kirby for... God, this is getting so much comic book geekery. You got to stop me, dude. You, you give no, me beer. keep it going. Keep it going. It's not going to be good. This is great. I love it. I'm letting, I'm I'm calling Glenn out. I don't know if you know Glenn thinks things. He's somebody we've interacted with on Twitter a lot. I'm sorry, Glenn. I think Bob is number one now. <laughs> you have been demoted. I'm calling you out. He's come on this, the show for us, and I keep calling Glenn out on this. And he has been fantastic. I, I love. It. I knew I was gonna like you when you sent me a message on Skype about talk. Or you used to talk about carrier pigeons, and you're getting more beer. I was like, I know this is gonna be amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I, the, the whole the whole Skype thing. I, by the way, this is the first time I've ever used Skype. Now, I mean, keep in mind, like I used to be like a computer tech guy. And now I'm like that old man going, I don't know how to program the VCR. And that reference of program the VCR is also what old men would say. So, yeah. yeah no, no, I love it. Okay. Uh, now I do have a question because you mentioned this. You give your wife puzzles to do on your show? Well, okay. Explain not, that. Not wife. Uh, or, excuse me. Partner. Uh, excuse me. Girlfriend, uh, love of my life, but definitely not wife. I did that once. Uh, been there, done that, got the T-shirt, had the T-shirt taken away by uh, Alley Money Payments. And uh, yeah, no, I ain't doing that no more. So um, <laughs> now she uh, she is absolutely wonderful and amazing. But yeah, I challenged her to these quizzes that are um, cruel, unusual. Um, they practically make her weep. And someday she will get her revenge. Uh, you know, you go see this kind of Lorena Bobbitt. Uh, that I'm going to be missing a body part these days. Uh, I say, do you have one handy or the most recent one you can give to us to see how we do? Oh, look what happened with Bobbitt. He Ooh. became a porn star. So that, that so that's true. That's so for everyone. Ah, let's see. Latest quiz. Uh, uh, yeah, let me uh, see if I can pull one up here. Here, I yeah. Go, go ahead. Take a second, and um, we'll edit this part out. You I was can gonna say while you do that, uh, I did get to listen to about half of your latest episode. I think your quiz latest was uh, fake laws, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah it was uh, first time I did non-comic related uh, uh, quizzes, and it was a question about which laws are. Real or fake involving food. Uh, let me just uh, find it here. I can type. In um, our great state, it is illegal to drive and eat cheese. <gasps> I've oh, broken see, the law so much. Law, <laughs> I would have gone with that one. Yeah. It, 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 well, it's illegal to eat cheese off the block and drive. Oh, so string cheese, I'm good. String cheese is good. Okay, that's what I do all the time. But, and it's the same thing in our state. You're allowed to have no, no windshield, but you have to have windshield wipers. No. <laughs> in case you have a projectile just coming, you can fling it, you know, deflect allowed, it. I believe you're not allowed to own more than so many realistic dildos in the uh, city of Dallas. What? You're not allowed to walk backwards and eat a hamburger on Tuesday in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, is, it, it is nuts. Um, all right. So uh, I said, lay it on us. Let's go. Let's see how we oh, do it. You know what? Here's what I totally don't have. Is the last uh, quiz uh, piece of paper? Thought I had it on my computer, but apparently I'd printed it up and I used it for barbecue uh, uh. earlier. <laughs> uh, I say it had a you good know, you life. Gotta the, you know? you got to get the fire started somehow, you know? Circle of life yeah. starts with the podcast, ends with barbecue. It's just, that's how death. I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, but yeah, as I said, the yeah, the 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 the, the quizzes are cruel and unusual punishment, but they're also uh, really dry. But, you know, Barbara and I like hyper competitive. Uh, like we have kind of have a dartboard, and we both are terrible at darts, and yet we will just like go nuts over you know who's going to win, who's going to win. Uh, big running thing in our podcast that Barbara's wanted to do comic books about dogs, and I had this rule of like we're not going to do that unless you win a quiz. And she hasn't. So we went bowling last night and, uh, you know, getting a little bit liquored up and everything, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's like, well, if I beat you, uh, you know, how can we do the dog comics? And I go, sure, whatever, because she's never beat me in bowling before. Creams me. Now, I'm a bad bowler, but you know, uh, normally we're both bad. either. Yeah, she just kills it like strike, strike, strike. It's like, oh, my God. Okay, she yeah, hustled so you. Dog comics. It's, it's awful. I can't win. She's been like going to the bowling alley like every weekend while you don't know while you're asleep and practicing. (laughs) You just don't know. Oh, I'm sure she's been practicing sneaky like that. Got that wee bowling in the. (laughs) If this is too personal or you want it cut out, just let me know. Sure. What do you, as a comic fan, think of Stan Lee? I know a lot of people are fifty-fifty on the man because they say he stole a lot. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so, so here's my view: is that it definitely was a level of partnership. Uh, here's the thing: uh, Jack Kirby he would actually plot out the entire story, and then Stanley would write in the dialogue. And so, yeah, you'd say, okay, well, yeah, Kirby is primary, but then how come Kirby can't make a comic as good as that afterwards? Uh, Ditko, same same deal, right? Like when he's not working with Lee, the comics aren't as good. They're brilliant, not as good. There's a little magic and synergy going on there. And here is my definitive proof that Stan Lee was responsible for dialogue because the invisible girl from Fantastic Four, Sue Storm, mm-hmm. is such a sucky character. Here's the thing about Stan Lee, right? Yeah. He can't write a woman character. Here's the thing about Kirby. He can write great woman characters. Big Barda, you know, Granny Goodness, all this kind of crazy stuff Kirby could do with female characters. Sue Storm is the most boring uh, terrible character. Oh, Reed, you know, it's awful, you know, and it, Sue Storm isn't a good character for like decades. And that proves that Stan Lee must have been writing it because it sucked that bad. <laughs> if it was good, if Sue Storm was good, then you'd say, oh, yeah, you know, Kirby did everything. So, yeah. So and also somebody has to be the hype man. Somebody has to be. Am I still on? Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Okay, it just seemed like it cut out here on um, on, on my mic. Sorry, yeah, we're just, so, we're enraptured. We're now just mesmerized. <laughs> so, please. Yeah, so I mean, you need, you need the hype man, right? Like, I mean, Chuck D is brilliant, right? But mm-hmm. unless there's somebody going, what time is it, boys? You know, it's just <laughs> without Flavor Flav, public <laughs> end doesn't work. Now, is Flavor Flav a musical genius? Is he a person who changes music? No, he's a doofus with a clock on his chest. But without Flavor Flav, Chuck D isn't as good. So, yeah, so Kirby is Chuck D. Uh, Stan Lee is Flavor Flav. You can't say Flavor Flav <laughs> didn't have an impact on Public Enemy. Well, please Kirby do not didn't. insult my hero. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not an insult, man. That is absolute. You need that person, right? There is that role of this, uh, the hype man, the clown, the person oh. who can go out and, like, talk big. And even though he's a doofus. Stan Lee's that guy, and he was brilliant in that way, in that way of marketing. So, yeah, if, if Stan Lee could have been wearing a big clock around his chest and saying, hey, there, would have fell over. Excelsior, boy. I can so. see Stan Lee with some, you know, grilled and, you yeah. know. <laughs> 
think they would have so given Stanley a... You're uh, a scroll planet. Here comes Galactus. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they would have given him a, a, a reality show like they gave Flavor Flav. I have a yep. feeling that dude could hang in any reality show. You toss him on... <laughs> Toss him on Survivor. He'd take credit for everyone catching fish <laughs> way, uh, in a way that everyone would be better. I don't know. And, and that actually runs out of my reality show calls, like callbacks I can make. What are reality shows? I don't even freaking know what those are anymore. Okay. Honestly, the only reality show I can think of is Comic Book Men, actually. It's the only one I've ever really watched. Yeah, crazy thing. I've never seen it. <laughs> so, it's, what? It's really good. I, love, I love me some Kevin Smith. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I listen to his... Uh, Batman on Batman podcast mm-hmm. with uh, Mark, Mark Bernard. Brilliant, uh, yeah. Mark Bernard. That dude can. That dude can write on, uh, the, f- can on the fly. Story. On the fly. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, anyone who's anyone who's listening to this podcast right now, uh, stop it. Go listen to. Fan wait, wait, don't Batman. stop. Uh, now we're going to finish the episode and then come back. You know, <laughs> write yeah. it down. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> no. Especially his his earlier ones without Mark. Those are more uh, interview centric. That's where I heard Tara Strong. Talk a whole lot about uh, doing Harley Quinn, and then I think she talked about doing Bubbles and the Powerpuff Girls. And then, I mean, I think he had Paul Dini in there a couple times, and Paul they were Dini. really good interviews. He was amazing, and Paul Dini himself is amazing. I mean, here's here's a comic book geek, right, who loves this comic book character called Zatanna, right, mm-hmm. who is this uh, girl in fishnets, long brunette who does magic, uh, who I'm also, by the way, in love with as a kid, right? <laughs> he, he loves this character growing up. He marries a woman who is exactly like Zatanna. Misty Lee is a magician who looks like Zatanna, long brunette, gorgeous, wearing fishnets. He married his superhero crush. What a lucky man. Go Paul Dini, right? Right. Yeah. Paul Dini the Houdini. You know who Paul what? Dini is, right? He was uh, one the of the main brother. creators of the best Batman show ever on TV. Oh, uh, okay. The animated series. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Beyond yeah. is a good second, though. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, amazing work. And yeah, that man's living the dream. So the interview with Kevin Smith, God, we're going all over the place here. <laughs> Let's do it. All over. That's where, I mean, we we got to describe this show as highly dysfunctional. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's what we did yeah, in the it, last interview. Kind of nice. <laughs> we're, we're, our, our show, like, everything's, like, really kind of structured, right? Because we want to make sure that, like, if you're listening to our podcast, you know what you're going to get. Uh, you're going to get uh, the opening, you're going to get the music. Uh, you're going to get uh, Barbara singing, you're going to get quizzes, you're going to get the you know uh, comic reviews, the old comic book review. Um, and, you know, we have a lot of fun doing it, but we want to make sure that, you know, you, you, you're getting what you're getting. And so it's nice to kind of go completely all over the place here. So I say, I guess we have a structure. The structure is I'm going to start it without them knowing. <laughs> Mike is going to be a murderous whatever ryan's gonna flub a word a lot of words and uh i'm gonna be pretty awesome so i guess there is a structure to it whatever (laughs) (laughs) but this at least i mean even though it's all over the place for for the listeners you you can tell the the comic chops and the the full dedication and love you put into comics yeah it's been so much knowledge Knowledge dropped on us yeah yeah, and, and you know it's weird. Like, I mean, I I would not have called myself a comic book fan for a long period of time. I stopped reading in like '94. Uh, picked it up again as my kid is about the age I was when I started comics, and now all of a sudden I'm, you know, I get obsessed, right? So then I was, I'm reading everything that happened in the preceding decade, and it's like, okay, well, done with that. And then we do this project, and now it's like back again, and it's it's scary. Like I can. You know, it's like anything else. Like, I could tell you, you know, 1066 is the Battle of Hastings, but I can't tell you when my birthday is. Uh, the brain <laughs> works, you know? That's awesome. All right. Um, I think, did you see our, our Twitter thing? You know how we like to play our little with a catch? Are you familiar with that? 
I am indeed. Actually, I have, I've been listening to your show, so I'm, I'm I, 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 I get I'm how this sorry. is going to go down. All right. All right. Well, you, well, we appreciate the love and thank you again for listening. It's something we like yeah, well, to do. Yeah, well, you know, as, as a heroin addict, uh, I need something to nod, nod off to. So you guys are great. <laughs> oh, we nod off to? Yeah. That's kind of, I yeah, don't know. Is that arm. boring? Nah, never mind. He doesn't know heroin. I, don't, I have no, the I can say. I know it's because of Jason Mewes, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we, and we by have the way, kids, don't do drugs. Uh, except for the good ones. Yeah. Which are the good ones? No, 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 no. That's it's, not. It's, it's uh, the user interpretation. <laughs> the ones that are legal. Yeah. Now you know. Not even that. Morally legal. Morally. Well, again, we can we can go on to that too. Okay, the moral okay. compass is very large, you know, for some people. <laughs> so we have, and and this is thanks to our last our last interview, or I say our chat. I prefer you know like three consenting adults just hanging around chatting. I don't like the word interview. Sounds I don't like. Now, it's are much sure, more are hot. Sure they're all consensual. Um, oh, I feel a little bit Cosby right now. I have been drinking. I'm not saying you guys slipped anything in my drink. You uh, but a little there loopy? is an empty pudding pop uh, wrapper here, so you know that's why we're sure that everything's consensual. You're okay. good. I only use pudding cups. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> it's his calling card. <laughs> we have thanks to uh, a podcast about something he did Superman powers. You know which one would you have? And we thought, okay, let's let's play on that a little bit, especially since we're doing comic books with you guys. Or you're you're a comic book podcast, and this is what you guys like. What yeah, part yeah. of Batman's utility belt would you like to mm. have, and why? Oh dang! Um, you know, you know, I got to go. Like, part of me is like think of things like uh, the handcuffs, or uh, you know, the uh, you oh, know, like he has those like <laughs> weird like lock picking things and everything, you know. But uh, yeah, you know, I got to admit, man, those smoke pellets. You, you think about oh, all those yeah. times you've been in a bad situation, you just want to drop the smoke pellet and disappear. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I got. I'm gonna go with the smoke pellets. Okay. So now we get to try to ruin it for you and see if you'll take it. Still ruin it, ruin it. So. My with a catch would be that your smoke pellets are also fart bombs. <laughs> Why? Mm. How is that ruining anything? He's got to be not, in it. Right, I'm in it. Like, is it going to cling to me? That's what I got to know. <laughs> Look, I mean, I have a, I have a, but, I have a butler, Alfred, man. I mean, sure, he's going to clean my clothes, yeah. but, you know. Well, hold on. We didn't say you get a butler. We just said you get one of his items off his utility belt. <laughs> oh. You need to bring it back I, a little. I thought I got the whole thing. I thought I got <laughs> no. the car and everything out of this. No. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And, like, uh, I'll do my own laundry, and, I don't know, that seems less than fun. All right. Yeah, we'll okay. let Bob do it. I Still mean, useful, though. It would drive okay. people away. If you put uh, a lot of wool, it will stick. I <laughs> uh, you know. Actually, I normally just walk around with a sheep duct taped to my crotch. So right. um, <laughs> that sheep's gonna stink. It's you're just gonna hold that odor. <laughs> hmm. So I'm gonna say, as part of these smoke bombs, and they're very very smelly. Uh, they will at times, you know. Let's say I don't know how often. Maybe once once a day. No, we'll go once a week because you're gonna have them on you at all times. I'm sure, right? Oh, all the time. Drive-throughs, okay. at the bank. I mean, <laughs> any time I go out, I'm going to use a smoke pellet to vanish. Yeah, I'm just going to say, you know, once once a week, you know, you know, sometimes like when you're in lovemaking, it, maybe it's been a little while, you you might, a little bit of premature. We're going to have a premature explosion uh, as well with one of your smoke bombs. So you, you could be in the car in the drive-thru and then poof, one goes off, you smell like fart and you can't see. <laughs> uh... Yeah, you make it really tough, you know? I mean, <laughs> that's uh, the point. Smoke pellet it is. I mean, then I wouldn't be able to drive anywhere. Right? I'd be like, uh, ride around a little scooter. That's the only solution there. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. I guess, we'd have pa- I guess you win. I'm going to have to pass on the uh, yes. smoke bombs. Yes, we're not taking it easy. Last week, I, I took a little uh, sympathy. 
And you know what? This week I was like, not happening. Not this week. <laughs> I'm going hard. Yeah, well, you know, whatever wants to go off too early. So, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that would be a bad thing. <laughs> promise this never happens. So, <laughs> Ryan, you got one? You want me to go? Well, first off, my first scenario when he said smoke pellet was I thought about him walking into, like, a grocery store or something and a friend walking up going, hey, Bob, you want to come to this party? And he goes, hey, what's that? Poof, and he's gone. <laughs> uh, so good, you know? Uh, yeah. You, 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 you run into the co-worker. You run into anybody. It's like, oh, yeah, hey, great to see you, too. Poof, bam, gone. <laughs> oh, so wonderful. So these aren't even for for bad guys. It's just antisocial just devices, why not, right? <laughs> just anything. You know, you know really. What? You know what? If you're taking up my time, you're a bad guy. I don't care whether you're a joker, <laughs> you kill people, or you're gonna tell me about your dream last night, or show me a cat video. Oh my god, I want a smoke bomb. I don't care. I'm you're, you're smoke bomb. Everyone <laughs> smoke, a smoke bomb. bomb. <laughs> Pocket smoke bomb. Okay. Okay. So do you want to go or do you want? Me I'll go. go. I would like, and this is something I even tried to make growing up. I would like the bolos. Oh. I would like the bolos because growing up as, you know, with a large family and smaller siblings uh, that at some point were a little bit quicker than me, uh, <laughs> and if they would make me mad and run around, I, I did. I tried to make the bolos, and I would practice on, you know, uh, legs up front the tables or, you know, little uh, stuffed <laughs> animals. I wanted the bolos just to trip them up and catch them and do what you know, and then exact my revenge. So give me... The bolos, please. Oh, yeah. Sure, you got the bolos. Uh, here's a problem. Uh, you have accidentally made boomerang bolos. Now, it doesn't always happen. <laughs> if you do it just right, they come right back, completely wrap around your testicles. Now, oh. when those two balls are hitting your balls, it doesn't happen all the time. It happens enough. I don't know. Do you want to throw Jesus. that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was okay with boomerang because I was like, hey, I don't have to go retrieve them. I was like, thanks, Bob. Oh, <laughs> now I'm like, my uh, my, my testicles, I, I kind of like those. Mine was randomly, we'll whatever you throw the bolos around, we'll cut it off. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I those two. So you might accidentally castrate yourself if you add both of these together. So essentially, I have no job. Money when you're dating, so you know it's not always the worst thing. He's like, you know, I have wanted a vasectomy for the longest time. They're around the couch more often; it'll be great. Oh wow, yeah. Um, I was on the fence about the testicle ones. I'm really not losing my penis. So sorry. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say hard pass. Thank you guys. Okay. (laughs) We're item in the utility bill, I guess. Let's let's hear it. Ryan, what you want? The one thing I've always loved, and I think I remember him using this either in a comic or on like uh, Batman 66 or something. I've always wanted this because I love ninjas. The cow tops. Is that what it's called? The cow tops? Oh, yeah, yeah. Those uh, uh, like three metal spikes. Spike but yeah. how you drop them, they, uh, they, they, they drop down? Yeah, and, they st- and when you step on them, you get all ouch because they're like basically nails. You get all yeah. ouch. Yeah. I mean, the ones you have there, I mean, those are spectacular caltrops. Look at them. They're all shiny. Man, this can be so useful as you're running. Um, the only problem is that you have somehow, and this is so dumb, you design a utility belt that sometimes they will fall right down into your pants. Awesome. <laughs> you got you got this thing with, like, pants and junk, don't you? I, I'm seeing hey, a trend. Hey, you know, I got one destination to go to, guys. You know? <laughs> Even if I keep them on my hip, that's still going to be... In my shoe. They're going to find gonna a way to uh, to pop out. Okay. I won't huh. say yet. Go ahead, Joel. Huh. So your, your cow tip, or wait, what cow was tops. it? Cow tops. Excuse yeah. me. I don't, I don't recall these. So they're essentially like, 
spikes trips. You yeah, know, so you know how ninjas they'll grab like a. It's like jacks. Remember the game uh, jacks? Gotcha. But they're all spiky. Okay. Yeah, your uh, your cow tops, uh, especially when they fall into your pants and in, in your nether regions and, and as such, um, they also have a paralyzing like poison on them. Awesome. So yeah, for I'm not gonna make it like all day long. We'll say about three hours. Three hours, like, you're uh, kind of paralyzed. I'm gonna be like Maui and Moana. Yeah, just <laughs> oh, you jerk. <laughs> yeah, you'll probably end up you know messing your pants. Uh, well, I wanted these before. <laughs> now I don't think I'm taking them. Jeez, <laughs> I'm gonna. You know, paralyzed. on the other hand, though, you know what you could use is just like a handful of Legos. Because let me tell you, as a parent. Man, I've yeah. stepped on those barefoot so many times that uh, kale traps, man, wouldn't even be afraid of them. Props, Legos, okay. that's scary. Props. Okay. Yeah, heck yeah. I, mean, I, I remember have... stepping on Legos when I was a kid, and I'm not even 300 pounds then. <laughs> I am now, so that would hurt even more. I have a surprise for you guys. Let's expand right. it a little. Let's not just go utility belt. Let's play a second round. Let's play any one of Batman's gadgets and or mm. Batmobile, the Batwing. What the Bat sub. And you know what? If you mm. just want, if you just want a butler and you want Alfred, I will accept it. How? how you say we play another round and we open yeah. this up? I, well, it's up. All right. Yeah. You don't got anywhere to go? I, I mean, I'm having a good time. So I guess I'll go first. Yeah. Let's hear. It. Yeah. So, so the bat sub, huh? Yeah. Bat sub. Yeah. It's long, hard, and full of semen. Yeah. And Actually, you're sticking pretty, around it. It's pretty short. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, there you go. Good old, old Austin Powers joke there. Fit that one in there. Well, so, you know, I wouldn't even mention that Barbara is of Polish descent and that her uh, country's uh, subs all had screens, uh, screen doors on them. <laughs> <laughs> like a submarine made of styrofoam. Yeah. You know, when she hears this, she's just going to throw something at me. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about in there? Okay. Bat sub. You got anything for him, Bob? What do you think? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, I mean that bat sub. I, I love it, but you guys should have really thought about it. You, you're going to get the bends every time you... Uh, come to the surface. The, oh, say that again. Oh, what? that one was lame because it actually does happen. The bins. No, no, I, I still am terrified of the bins. Always have been. Okay. It, it, it's it, when you uh, ascend too far from underground, from underwater. Oh, gotcha. Nitrous goes in your nitrous blood. Bin. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Like yeah. Three, you have to be a pressurized uh, 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 room to kind of slowly bring you back up again. So, or you kind of paralyze and you're crippled, and it is apparently the most painful way to die out there. Yeah, ah. I'm terrified of it. So it's like being buried. Sings how <laughs> you're Satan in this. <laughs> he did that one. I think that one. He's either not acknowledging that one or he missed it. I, I missed it. <laughs> but sings how you're Satan in this. Maybe you'll be a little angel as well. Do does the sub itself count as a pressurized room? Oh, interesting. It, it does about half the time. Oh, half. That's still fifty-fifty. Maybe, maybe. So you might be able to come to the surface. It's like. Oh, hey, that's fine. I'm not crippled and dying a painful death, which is awesome. Those are good days. Yeah, but then the other days where I'm dying a painful death and crippled. <laughs> oh, wine, wine, wine. You know, yeah. I'm so terrible American working man whining about, oh, I don't like to be crippled. Sorry. <laughs> it's us goddamn millennials. Yeah, yeah, millennials. <laughs> so, don't Ryan. I don't see you're not being paralyzed. <laughs> He used to um, hop to school love with it. one leg. <laughs> and we're happy. Uh, so, Ryan, uh, again, you, you didn't know about these bins, but also, I know something that we've talked about before. Uh, 
Yeah, you know, you get a little bit of water that comes in. Not a whole lot, but a little bit of water, and it catches on that hair that's kind of left over. So you have that kind of swampy hair, you know, like you just pulled out of a gutter or out of the, you know, the the shower drain just littered all over the floor. So you're just swamping through, you know, seawater, hair, hair. <laughs> You know, it and just if collects. you're paralyzed and dying a painful death, why do you even care? It's like, and yeah, you're falling oh, I over it. Ooh, that's gross. But <laughs> one of my cousins hit with the bins. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> you're just I'm taking this mostly because of the bins. <laughs> Jesus, that's terrifying. <laughs> that's great. I love it. All right, let's see. We went to him first. I'll go this time. Okay. Now, yeah. I want, yeah. I want the. Uh, what do I want? I was kind of thinking. I was like, I almost want that Alfred. Hang glider. I, I almost want Alfred because you know I want a butler. Let's be honest. Uh, who doesn't want somebody to do all the crap you don't want them to? It's true. I'm not. I'm not married. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. By the way, I was promising Micah. Where's uh, Where's Micah? She never. She's sick today. Actually, she told me she felt like doo doo. Actually, today we're going to be recording with my wife. What? Mm. I didn't even know that. That's what she told me. Nobody told me. Maybe she just wants to hang. I'm out glad with I'm her. finding out on this. You know. Yeah. I don't in know. the middle of the thing. Well, okay, guys. I need to tell you. It's now actually going to be. Two gals walk in a comic shop. I've now stolen Micah from you. Uh, to trade. <laughs> I knew it. I uh, knew it. Side, do get my 2020 six round draft pick. So, you know, Ooh. it'll be okay. We could use a kicker. <laughs> I, that's definitely over my head. I don't sports. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll take the, uh, not the bad glider. What's the, oh, dang it. I just, I said it earlier. Now I can't think of it. What's the one that flies? The bat, um, the bat copter? No. Oh, the bat jet? Uh, the bat plane? Bat wing? The bat wing. The bat wing. That's what I said. I said it earlier. I want the bat wing. Give me Is the bat. Like the one that crawls or the one that flies also? That's the one that flies, right? Isn't it? There's one that's, that's kind of like a bat and it flies and then he can like land on shit and crawl with it. So the Batwing was the dumbest part of the Michael Keaton movie where oh, wow. it's uh, that 1989 movie where that bat wing appears in the moon and then swoops down and then Joker shoots it with a handgun, destroying yeah. it. Two billion dollar jet, um, you know. Honestly, Bruce, that two billion dollars, you could have hired some security guards to watch like the next Gotham parade, um, build a community center, dude. Uh, yeah. But not a plane that can be shot down by the Joker's handgun. We, we've come a long way. We've come a long way since then. You know, it's 2018. <laughs> the Batwing's a little bit more, also, you know, armor. Uh, you know, in risen. the Michael Keaton one, when he comes down and Joker shoots him down. He's shooting him with fifty caliber bullets. <laughs> like, Armor. Like, like, what is the bat? What is the Batwing made out of at that point? He's raining. <laughs> he's raining hell down on the Joker, and the Joker pulls out a comically long, dirty, hairy gun and shoots his Batwing down <laughs> with no recoil. By the way, so he, he, he couldn't all. have bullets that much. I mean, yeah, that thing must have been like sub, uh, you know, sub subsonic. Uh, yeah, about that. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. And yeah, you know. We, we get where you're going. I'm smelling right, what you're so stepping anyways, in. Batwing. Batwing. What a Batwing you have. Thank you. The Please only problem nice. is that um, not only is it pink, it is. it does look like a unicorn when it uh, comes up in the sky. And, uh, you know, as you land, it really does look like you're uh, landing a, a unicorn uh, with a dildo. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I, I am. Actually, I think I. Yeah, you you may have pulled the mica and made it better. You got a dream. So thank you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll take it. Let's go. Hold on. Uh, I, I mean, halfway there. Halfway there. Every day, one of the buttons in the the cockpit 
turns into the eject button, and you don't know which one. Ooh. I'm okay with that, too. Really? I've always wanted to go so skydiving. You're going to destroy your Batwing. No, it doesn't destroy it. Batman's Batwing would probably have some... Yeah, it's got so, it's, it's going to go back home on its own. He's like, okay, so, you're, you're cool, Bruce. If the Dark Knight taught us anything, had no uh, cruise control, or whatever it was called, what, autopilot. But the, the Dark... It wasn't in the Dark Knight. I don't think it was in any of the most recent ones, right? Was it? Yeah, I'm trying to think. He um, took the bomb at the end of the last one when he, when he took oh. the bomb over Gotham Bay. Oh! You know what? I saw that in the drive-in and I was drinking, so I actually kind of missed the ending of that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got autopilot. It's going to go back up. Look, if drones can do it, the Batwing has it. So I'm okay with both of them. Let's do Plus, it. If, if, someone, if someone hands you a giant unicorn dildo plane that you get to fly around for a week and eventually you... Uh, pop out in a parachute uh, yeah like sign me up like yeah. like where is that program yeah i'll call an uber you know on my way home if i need to and the bat the the unicorn bat dong the is gonna be there <laughs> right i'll go for like uber plus like wh- whatever i'll pay pay the premium for the giant yeah. dildo unicorn uh <laughs> yeah, unicorn. thing that occasionally yeah. will shoot me out with a parachute imagine right. how much money i could make on that if i was an uber driver picking somebody up in that and like oh by the way disclaimer you Every might get ejected yeah. <laughs> your, your parachute comes down in the middle of a city like how cool do you look they see the exploding dildo unicorn and you down in an you know in, in, in a parachute sparkles and, and rainbows you're not going to be the most awesome person in the world oh. like, everyone wants to take your selfie it'll be great yeah that's kind of true if you don't get laid off of that you're never going yeah i I'm yeah. down. Down times Damn, two. Let's go. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate that. <laughs> all, all right. Bob. Yeah, no, no, no. You won. I lost. We uh, all lost. Except for you. This, no, I think we're all winners after this. This has this been great. Dildo unicorn into land. Yeah, dildo unicorn. Sure, let me just press this random button and oh my god, no. <laughs> no. I'm feeling so well, I have a parachute. Yeah, I might be feeling yeah, particularly feisty. It's great. One day, I just go in there and hit every button just because just I wanted to. <laughs> uh, so I'm just raking my face over every button trying to figure out which one it is. <laughs> uh, All right, um, guys. Yeah, yeah no, this, this has been great, great. man. Uh, this it. is uh, really enjoying it. And uh, yeah, um, I got to tell you, uh, you know, if you're expecting this uh, sort of a uh, level of uh, crass behavior on our podcast, Probably won't happen. Barbara very classy. Uh, she uh, drinks her tequila from a bottle, but she has her pinky finger holding up, so it's ah, really classy. You know, really classy. Exactly. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> All right, Bob. Well, go ahead and plug your show real quick. Let them know where they can follow you and find you. Yeah, absolutely. So it's uh, a gal walks into a comic shop, and uh, yeah, we're available on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, your local pod store if you get pod store go to the pod store ask the old man and he's gonna go oh the one about the gal walks in a comic shop he'll bring out the old you know old box and uh, you get to pick through and find the pod it's great um or you know once again itunes always works um theoretically we're on google play but i don't not really sure about that one uh you can also uh, find us by um you know um making a pentagram sacrificing a goat and concentrating really hard you can hear our podcasts Right. Uh, the other option is to go to our Twitter, which is um, at GalWalks. That's G-A-L-W-A-L-K-S. And if you're on there, maybe you can find out our secret Tuesday pirate radio uh, music station where we're playing music and just having a good time. 
Oh, I will. Yeah, we'll be looking into that, definitely. So, <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Bob, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. We will do this again. We'll have to make a, you know, kind of like when you go back for seconds after a meal. I want I want to have seconds with you, Bob. <laughs> Gentlemen, you can have sloppy seconds. You get a sloppy thirds. Uh, anytime <laughs> you want, I'm, uh, I'm all yours. And, uh, uh, and it's a great Cosby-like thing. Uh, <laughs> all right, thanks, Bob. <laughs> have a great night. It's been a pleasure, and we'll talk soon. All right, have a good night, guys. All right, good thanks. night. Bye.